hey, I wanted to pop in uh, into your week just for a minute and uh, share a little bit about uh, versions of the Bible. We have been going through a sermon series called The Word of God, where we are essentially looking at um, the scriptures, and we're trying to sort of rebuild our awareness of them. Um, we're asking some big questions. What is it? Is it historically credible? Uh, is the Bible divine, divinely inspired? Is the Bible really for me? And as we talk about the Bible, um, common question that I receive is what version of the Bible should I be reading? Uh, people often ask me after a Sunday, what version of the Bible do you read from? What version of the Bible are you holding as you preach? Um, and why on some Sundays do, uh, when we're uh, teaching, why some Sundays are we using one version versus another? Uh, and so I just wanted to answer some of those questions, give you some clarity and context as to different versions, what they are for, uh, and maybe at the end of that, I'd give you some something of a, uh, a nudge as to which one you might want to use as you uh, get into your own Bible reading. So I would say this to start, all translations uh, of Scripture are interpretations of the original. All translations are interpretations of the original. So just like taking anything from one language to another, when you take it from one language to another, there will be some interpretation. There aren't exact, perfect equivalencies of every language and every word in every language. So uh, whatever we're reading, there's uh, some interpretation that's had to take place to get us to as an accurate or uh, whatever the point of the text is, the, the translation we're aiming for. So within that, within all these translations and paraphrases we have, then what we need to understand is there's a, there's a continuum that we kind of live within. And on one end is uh, word for word, we're trying to get form equivalence, word for word. We want the thing to be as close to the original as possible, um, word for word. And that's one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, we would have uh, versions and translations and paraphrases that are, are really aiming for a readable retelling of the original. And um, so we'll talk about what specific ones these are. Somewhere in the middle of that, we would have not word for word, but some readable retelling. In the middle, we'd have maybe thought for thought. We're trying to get the function through. Um, and so some phrasing will be changed here and there, but it's in, intended to get the thoughts of the original as accurately sent through, as opposed to getting the words as accurately sent through. And so um, what are these versions, you're asking? Okay, that's, that's great, but what are the versions? So on the word-for-word -word side, we would have the ESV, the NASB. So that's, uh, we would say the English Standard Version is kind of what we go to. This is the, the Bible we give away uh, here at Covenant Church. We give away an ESV. It is uh, among the most accurate, modern, uh, literal, word-for-word -word translations. We give it away for that reason. We want people, we want to put the Word of God in people's hands in the most um, word-for-word -word equivalent, most accurate uh, possible way. It's a little harder to read, if you're being honest. It's a little harder to read than something that's more in the middle of the road, which would be that thought-for-thought -thought zone. Um, and this would be the NIV. A lot of people uh, choose the NIV because it's, it's somewhere in between. It's a little bit more readable than the more uh, literal versions, the, the ESV, NASB. The, the NIV, New International Version, is a little more readable, uh, but it still holds, uh, for the most part, it still holds a great deal of accuracy and holds to the original in that sense. And so that's kind of that middle version a lot of people choose when you're trying to blend readability with accuracy. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, there's uh, the message. And the message is, you know, NLT, New Living Translation, and then the message is, is at the far end, which is like uh, Eugene Peterson's paraphrase, where he takes concepts and then retells them. 
um, changes some of the language, tries to get the point across, but isn't trying to do an accurate word-for-word -word translation of the Bible. He's paraphrasing. And you know how this works in the sense that if, if you have a conversation, let's say my wife and I are, are talking and she had a conversation with somebody, there's multiple ways she can retell that conversation to me. She can say, so he said, blah, 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 and then I said, and tells me her response word for word, and she can tell me that conversation in that way, and that's fine. That's an accurate retelling. That, that would be a word for word uh, retelling of conversation. On the other end, uh, this is probably more what I'm likely to do, uh, we're retelling a conversation, and I would say, so basically the point of it was she sort of said this, sort of like that, and then I kind of gave her the sense that this, and and in both scenarios, what we're attempting to do is deliver the information that uh, occurred into a new space, into a new person. There's just different methods of doing it. And so uh, neither one is right or wrong. They're for different purposes. One is for brevity or for retelling. The other is for accuracy because the details matter. Um, so that's that. So what do I use and what should you use? So that's a great question. Uh, you'll notice that uh, last year when we did The Way, we did like this 40-plus week series called The Way. And in that series, uh, the scripture on the screen, the scripture I read from was The Message. And some people kind of looked at me like, what are you doing? Why, is that what you study from? Is that what you think is accurate? And we used The Message because what we were trying to do was take something really familiar that we may have heard a bunch of times in other, the more thought-for-thought uh, thought and word-for-word versions. And I was trying to take something that was maybe familiar and give it a new unfamiliarity so we had to take on those ideas in a new way. Now, what's important to note is that the study that happens, the, the studying of the text still comes from the more accurate version. So when I, when I open God's Word and uh, am trying to unpack the, the text and build a sermon, if I'm trying to learn and build, I build out of ESV, the English Standard Version. I, I start there because I want to start with what's most accurate and then when it comes to my uh, retelling to uh, a group, what I want to do there is I want to then unpack that in a way that is, is understandable and approachable. And so sometimes we'll use the, parent, the message for those sorts of things. Other times, uh, you'll note in the Word of God series, uh, I'm exclusively using the ESV as we teach it because I want the actual words as literally as I can get them across to come through and us to have to deal with those right where they are, because that's kind of the point of that series. And then you'll note a lot of times in between, we use the NIV, because like I said, it's a good blend of those things. But my study comes out of the ESV. At the same time, every night, uh, right now, uh, for instance, uh, as I go to bed every night, I'm always reading something. And in this season, I'm actually reading uh, the Old Testament. I'm in the book of Joshua, but I'm reading from the message, because I want it to be fresh and familiar. I want it to be readable, like I would be reading a novel. And so the message allows me a little bit more into that world where I can kind of uh, sort of dissolve into the story and not get caught up in so many of the these and the vows or the, the different kind of uh, stumbling blocks that translation can give us in our modern language and the way we think through things. And so um, all are useful for their purposes. And the question becomes for, for people, like, what should I use? What should I read? And I would say there's there's Depends on your purpose, depends on what your aim is. So, like, I often study from a Jewish study Bible. It doesn't have a New Testament because, you know, Jewish study Bible. But it will tell me the Jewish angle on Old Testament things. It will give me the Jewish Tanakh version of things, and that, that's helpful to me. Sometimes I will study in the New Testament. I will study with a, a, it's called an interlinear. So it's like versions of the Bible, and it has the Greek with it, and the, the words are placed one over the other, so you can see where the new text is coming from. 
and get a sense for which word is being translated to what, and then go back, and if you need to study a word, you could do that. So when I'm really focused in on those sort of things, I might be pulling out one of those sorts of uh, translations, those sort of different study Bibles. But when I just want to read for me, I will often find myself in the NIV, or even at night, like I said, I've been in the message. I enjoy the message because I, it, it's a freshness to me after uh, years of reading different versions. It kind of retells the story to me, and I have to rethink about it in a new way. So what should you read? Well, odds are, as you've thought through uh, or listened to this, you've thought through what your purposes are and kind of how you're, uh, how you're approaching Scripture for yourself. So if you're doing a really in-depth Bible study, I'd probably say stick with something more in the word-for-word realm. If you're maybe sharing it with somebody who's a relatively new believer and you're doing something together, maybe you go to the NIV and you do a thought-for-thought concept to try to give them the best sense of um, what this means, but also not lose too much accuracy. And Maybe you've been walking with Jesus for, for 30 or 40 years and, and you've read the New Testament 15 times all the way through, cover to cover, and you go, I really just wish I could see Jesus in a new light. I would say pick up the message and see if the way that those stories are retold through that paraphrase uh, might bring freshness to it and new light to it and cause you to go back to your other versions and, and compare notes and go, wow, this is interesting. I never thought of it this way. Um, and those are sort of the ways that I would think of it. It's what I would encourage you to do if you were a a new believer or someone who's just trying to kind of restart your journey, um, kind of the best version of all those things, I would say maybe pick up the ESV and read the book of John. Um, I like the book of John. John is an evangelist. Uh, commonly, it's what's referred to as you know, the first book someone should read when they pick up a, a New Testament for the first time. I like the book of Mark, to be honest. Actually, I like all the Gospels. I like Mark for a lot of reasons. He tells good stories. Luke's got these great details. I'd start in the Gospels, pick the Gospel you like. Matthew has the full Sermon on the Mount. Um, so there's just gold there too, but maybe maybe just read the four Gospels. Read them in the ESV and, um, and see how that lands on your heart. That's where I would start. Um, and if you say, gosh, the language is really, it's slowing me down. I really don't know what, I, what to make of this word or that word. If that's a struggle, then you can move over to the NIV. And these are all available for free online. You can move to the NIV, New International Version, and you can try that one. You go, yeah, this is more my speed. And then once you've gotten through them in one of those two versions, um, I would say go. you can then graduate on to other things, read some of Paul's letters, go through the Old Testament, um, and then eventually I think moving into the message is a good idea. Now there are times, and this is maybe the last thing I'll say, there are times when somebody who's uh, far from the Lord, I know friends who have bought 50 versions of the message and just given them out like candy. There are people who um, the language of the Bible is just, it's unapproachable for them, they can't quite get there, and to give them a New Testament in the message paraphrase has awakened them to the, the reality of it. It's a little bit more poetic. It's a little bit more interpretive. And something in that, um, for some people, really works. And so at the end of the day, what we would say is, yeah, pray about it and uh, ask the Holy Spirit to, to show you the version that's right for you. We don't have the original uh, manuscript in our hand. And so we're reliant on these translations to help us uh, discern God's will and to know God's character and God's heart. And so uh, no better way to know which one you want to pick up than to ask God to uh, give you a sense for that, give you some discernment as to where you need to start and what version you need to dig into. And uh, the good news is these days, they're all available. You can find them anywhere. And so if you grab one and you are not so in love with it or it's not really scratching the itch for you, you can always try another. And odds are you're going to find the one that is right for you. And depending on your purpose, there is no shortage of options out there. So hope this is helpful. Hope this is some context for you as we uh, kind of 
work through this and rebuild the reason that we, we care so much about God's Word, I hope this is something that, uh, as we do it together, gives you some clarity on Bible versions and uh, what it is you want out of it. So uh, we will see you this coming Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, in person, online, however you want to do it. And we will get into the question of, is the Bible really divine? So I uh, hope to see you then.